Hi everyone, welcome to the Spartans in Pajamas episode 141. I am your host, Loz, and as always we have Dolph. Hello. We have Star. And we found her. She's back. We got Lala as well. Yay! Yay! I was on one today, guys. Yeah? Like, first you spammed me because I asked you to, and then Dolph, who had preempted that I would not reply to the spam, (laughs) <laughs> spammed me despite the fact I was in the voice chat <laughs> I, was, I wasn't looking <laughs> yeah 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 he was just like she never replies to the first one yeah. <laughs> well, makes me chuckle just knowing me too well Dolph <laughs> well, the, the, the word he used was spam <laughs> yeah. more than one that you did dear that you did <laughs> I know when I joined the uh, the voice chat, the first thing I, I said to Lala was, but are you, though? <laughs> Maybe. It might be a figment of your imagination. I'm still not sure if I'm here. Well, it's a bloody attractive and fun a, a figment of my imagination, if so. so. You nearly fucked that up, didn't you? I nearly fucked that up, yeah. <laughs> you see? <laughs> so good. Oh, This dog has started because I, I, I decided to laugh, and uh, that means... She needs the affections and the treats oh. and will harass me forever. Oh. No, not our days. You know, you know I've still never met Molly after all this time. Excuse me. Honestly, that was better than Molly. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Uh... The sass. <laughs> if I ignore her for long enough, she either goes away or she barks at me. Oh. Which one is it? <laughs> you the gambling game. Coin toss. This one's going to be barking. I can feel it in my bones. She was just trying to... There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I should get something for this. Oh. Oh, oh looks like we're going to be half muted for this oh. conversation. Have you thought about getting like a like a spray bottle and just spray her every time she does it? Like, no. You get sprayed every time you bark. Kind of like how you do with cats. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to say, my pre-ramble is I don't really have much to talk about. <laughs> I really don't. That's a bit like our podcast, to be fair. Well, we've got you, so you'll add about half an hour on just because we just got on. Nah. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm even trying to deny that, of course. <laughs> We're already tangent yeah. now, we haven't even fucking started. <laughs> Honestly. I just get distracted. Oh, and I love it. Through no fault of my own. Yeah, well, we know you <laughs> no, it's 100% Wait, my fault. I can't even... Yeah, but I double down. It's like you start getting distracted, and I'm like, well, we're just going to roll with it. I, I just think it's funnier that way. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, what so makes we, me, what really makes me laugh is when we've got quite a big podcast and it ends up nearly three hours because I've gone on so many damn tangents yeah. for every topic. Were you here when we went on the hippo story? The hippo story? I feel like I was. Waist deep in hippo. Yeah, waist deep in hippo. Hang on, I'll look I mean, to see who was actually on it. Uh, definitely Bob's. Pretty sure Bob's on it. I think it was her story, I think. Oh, uh, no, we didn't have a lot on this one. But it was, that's no, such it, a, I, I was there for the uh, the bull semen factory. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's that's like 
if anyone needs to like listen to the thing the youtube clip of it is up oh i that's fine i will tell you what i have got so once a year wanker bingo is coming up soon and because i won it two years in a row i trapped myself to a little wrestling belt that can be the two time and, and whoever wins it is going to get that off this belt off me <laughs> if they get it off you. Uh, that's what I was saying, if, yeah. Be ever in your favour. It's made of yes. real fake plastic. <laughs> There's world champ number one. Best stuff ever, man. Real yeah. fake plastic. Real fake plastic. Yeah. You don't want that fake fake plastic. Oh, no, no. no. Just... You want that real fake plastic. Yeah, you need that real fake plastic. But yeah, I'm going to make a big deal about like bringing it in <laughs> over Christmas. It's like you get to win this. Maybe we just have it. You on the need, bar. you need one of the girls on the bar to just walk around holding it up. I come up with the best those, ideas. Like one of those placards in the um, boxing, or hundred uh, percent, yeah. You just like make your entrance with this belt, like walk in with a belt. Yeah, me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I fully intend, uh, uh, intend even words, to give it to someone who beats me on the Once Year Wanker Bingo. So, um, for those who don't know what Once Year Wanker Bingo is, uh, we take the most common bullshit shit that people do over Christmas, and we make it into a game. So, like any round what? where Guinness is the last yep. drink poured, that's on the bingo. Uh, if they wave their money at you, Cockney flagging, as we call it, uh, that's fucking on there. Uh, we don't do John Smith, so that's on there. We don't do Strongbows, so that's on there. Actually, Dark Fruit. Order, order, orders a party, fucks us to the toilet. <laughs> oh, we haven't got that one on, but... Uh, oh, you need, to, you need to add on there. That's got, fucking quite common in my place. We've got... Uh, well, I'll have a Carlsberg, and you, you pour it, you look at where's it gone? Oh, toilet. Yeah. Right. Oh, they do that all the time with us. It's like... Right, just dip to the toilet, and if it's busy, go, no. <laughs> but, um... It's just, like, I, think the best, I think the best one I've done is someone's ordered a Carlsberg, he's fucked off the toilet, I just went to someone else, no, a Carlsberg, oh yeah, here you go. <laughs> no, I've done that. <laughs> like, have you done my Carlsberg? Yeah, I said, yeah. Oh, I did, I gave it to someone else, because you fucked off the toilet, mate. Sorry, but... <laughs> I have 100% you know. done that with people, where I've literally sold the drink I was pouring for them when they went to the toilet to somebody else, and then just started pouring a new one. When they got back, because it's like fuck that. If if you're gonna leave me hanging, I'm gonna do that. But uh, yeah, so Strongbow, John Smiths. It was actually Dark Fruit, it's not Strongbow. Uh, shots, any offers? Smile, it's Christmas. Baby Guinness, uh, Cockney Flag. Uh, uh, how much? That was another one. Um, I'm well, doing. I am um, doing a Del Boy. Oh, not Del Boy. The other one. Um, fuck, what's his name? Rodney. Is it Delboy? From uh, Ford Horses and he's trying to get the M2 till. How much? Oh, <laughs> that's definitely not Delboy if that's the accent. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the accent, unfortunately. I know it's from it's only Ford Horses. It's been a while since I've watched only Ford Horses. Is it? Horses, to be um, oh, you know, um, is it Boise? Marlene? <laughs> Possibly. Uh... Still on the pre ramble before we start, by the way. <laughs> but yeah so essentially i could be giving away this 15 quid piece of plastic belt to somebody this year 
if uh, I don't win again. That's how you know it's real fake plastic. Exactly. The price. The price. Honestly, I nearly bought a proper one and it was like 90 quid. I'm like, fuck no. For the joke, I'm not spending 90 quid on a fucking boxing belt. To be fair, it's better as real fake plastic. Yeah. It's funnier as real fake plastic. (laughs) It only just fits around my stomach. So if the big lad who works with us wins it, there's no fucking way it's going around his waist because he's twice the size of me. Just loop it and hook it on your shoulder. That's how they wear them, isn't it? Yeah. But Talking it, of, yeah. Have you? What was his name? Hold on. It's the boxer. Has just come back. Um. Or is Mike Tyson? Have you seen it? What? Nah, you you ain't seen it. Hold no. on. Let me let me do a copy. Of the oh link. God, has Mike Tyson come back again? Fucking Mike Tyson. Isn't he like fucking like? <laughs> oh, for God's sake, that doesn't help me. Right, let me let me go no, back and try that again. I, I can't click right. that link. Sorry. Yeah, I know you can't. <laughs> right, hold on. Oh, that one. Is it that one? I think it's this one. I think it's that one. There you go. Okay, I'm gonna watch this. It's gonna be on in the noise. I'm on DN now. I know there's been rumors about me coming back and fighting. And it's a possibility, you know. But if that's so, Duyen's gonna be the first to know. You just put on Duyen, and I'm gonna be there, okay? What in the actual fuck? I'm gonna lie, this guy is fitter than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> I know, but for a boxer, he's not. <laughs> not oh, good not slighting so you good. at all, but yeah, even I'm not. He's 57 years old. He don't look good for 57, does he? No, I thought he was 60, to be honest. But he's he's literally going to put himself in the ring and they're going to be taking him to hospital with like severe head injuries because he's going to be fucked up by it. Who the fuck decided it was a good idea to even make him go back in the ring? I know, probably somebody's betting on him to fall. Yeah. Still, what the fuck? Just what the fuck? So fucking weird. It sounds like them, you know, they might put me in the ring as the underdog, like hundreds to one for him to beat Tyson, the you know, world renowned boxer. Mm. Put a couple of G's, put a couple of grand on that, you know, you'll be set for life, really. Yeah, I mean, unless he actually fucking wins, because apparently Tyson still has, uh, he's renowned for the like hardest hitting punch. And I, I don't know if he can get that kind of bite back in that, he will just. He wouldn't have to fucking dodge. You just have to smack them really, really fucking hard and just drop what watch their words. Watch them drop. Hey, he hit you. What are you going to do about it? Hit him harder. Uh, yep. Oh. That was a tangent. <laughs> yep, of course it was. Um, I can't, I'm not even sorry. So, Lala, are you uh, feeling up to sharing what you've been up to since last time? You don't have to if you don't want to. 
I've literally done nothing. Um, I went to Rome. I, I've done nothing. Oh, oh, yeah, I went to Rome. <laughs> I did. I went to Rome. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of walking, but you, it's like London. You can walk everywhere. Um, yeah, and <laughs> I did, I did hurt, but you can do it. Um, we did the Vatican. We did uh, the Trevi Fountain. Uh, the Pantheon, the Colosseum, like we did all the big stuff. Um, we did one of those uh, hop on, hop off sightseeing bus tours. Oh yeah. Um, and as per usual, had really awful weather. We got drenched on the last day. Drenched. How do you manage it? I don't, I just don't... I don't know. I don't know. But it's kind of funny, more than anything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, but it was fun. Um, and other than that, not a lot. You know, just chilling, gaming, yeah, avoiding life, that kind of thing. No, I, no, I get you. If I yeah. could win the lottery, I'd avoid life pretty fucking hard. <laughs> I know, right? Literally, just oh, and putting it up with this whiny dog. Yeah, yeah. The sass on it. The sass. Gets that from a mother. Nah, it's worse than me. I tell you. Twenty four seven, this dog. Twenty four seven. Yeah, but she's also got panels to sass off as well. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been doing anyway? Uh, just working and playing GTRP and just yeah, not much really. Golf. Yeah. Same shit, different day, really, isn't it? Yup. Unless, well, there's, there's a joke there. It's like, if you have a shit over 11.59 to 12.01, it is literally same shit, different day. Yep. Same shit, New Year. <laughs> yep. Very good shit over a year if you did it on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. The balls or decade, the or, or decades, or century. You know, you're going from 1999 to 2000. That's a decade and a century you shout over. Yep, the ball is... I don't know. How about Star? How's Star doing? She is doing okay. I went to um, Shropshire. On no. purpose? Yeah. Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, that's it. Next oh, off. Well, I mean, if you go to Shropshire and you end up in Shrewsbury, you kind of missed. Yeah, quite drastically. Obviously, um, a different fucking direction. But Just I... a tad. <laughs> Don't know. Star, you're not representing the sex here. <laughs> what did you do in... I forgot where it was Shrewsbury. already. Shrewsbury. That Shrewsbury. one, Shrewsbury. Is there anything in Shrewsbury? It's. I don't know if you guys like like very architectural places, like buildings, lots of culture, um, very quaint shops. Was the highlight of the weekend was tell me how you would handle this, Lon. Um, it was done in your pub. Um, so we had breakfast, right? We had a big continental breakfast. Um, best different options, and I go, right, okay, let's have a banana. So I go to pick up banana, I bring it back. Oh my gosh, it was so green. But usually, they bit green, you could bite into them. You could not bite into this one. It was rock hard. You had to. It didn't happen but to be really, really waxy, did it? Almost like it was a varnished banana. 
I mean, I'm still con- I'm still convinced you were given a plantain. To be fair. Bah. Also, we don't do and food, I've... so I, I deal with that by like, what the fuck are you doing eating that? She managed to cut it, but barely. But the highlight was when we went to check out and they asked us about a stay. She was kind of like, <laughs> I've had a, I've done sausages, but not and um, bananas. I have a word with a night manager. What do they cut it with? A chainsaw? <laughs> no, no, barely. But you have to, you have to push down on it. <laughs> so, oh. excuse me. This just brings me nice. back to the callback. Sorry, of the um, the idea where where you have that meme where it's like you're eating a, a nice steak and you got your your fork stuck in it and then you bring an axe down like wham. I can imagine literally that's how they cut through this banana. Just, Bam! <laughs> the fucking <laughs> the big fuck off axe trying to cut it off. Then all's left is the indentation of the banana around the axe blade. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a big fucking dent in the axe blade, and then the the table that it's on has got a dent of a banana shaped into it. You look at the axe blade and go, "Oh, there's your problem." Yep. I went to um, Nando's. Oh, um, cheeky Nando's! Love a cheeky Nando's. That's a Saturday. Saturday. What? Cheeky Nando's with the lads. We got a Taco Bell now in Chesterfield. It's weird. I've never been. Um, uh, it's not as good as Nando's, but it's less Nando's expensive well. than it's less expensive than Nando's. I think we got Nando's as well. I'm not sure though. I hope there's no Americans listening to this because they don't understand the concept of a cheeky Nando's <laughs> or a cheeky anything. It's really. <laughs> have, you, have you ever tried? <laughs> have you ever? <coughs> Excuse me. Have you ever? Right, Star. If you know any Americans, try to just try to explain to them the concept of a cheeky Nando's, right? It, you will go around in circles for hours and at the end of it, they will have no idea and you will just hate your whole life. Also, also, also speaking of things being justified, fucking, you know why I said ages ago and it ended up being like a little clip thing? It didn't do fuck all. I said that to someone from Leeds and I, yeah, I understand exactly what you mean. It is definitely a Southern thing and then a Scottish thing. Because I'm saying that, yeah, it didn't work. What I did didn't work. <laughs> we'll back on that, by the way. Of course. Because that was a circular really argument annoyed, that lasted half an hour. What would probably really annoy you and Loz, Dolph, um, is this happening in your pub. So I go to all I order for me and my sisters, right? And um, the the person at the um, counter is like, "What do you want for this? What do you want for that?" I keep going back and forth, just so. Like, oh, let me let me just check. And I think they're really annoying you too. So I was like, "Yeah, let me just check what how I want my sauce." Or... That is annoying. If you're ready to order your food, come to the bar. But if you're going back and forth to find out what people want, you're not fucking ready to order food. I know, but it doesn't. It, there's no, there's, 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 you get the menu, and then you come back with your order. I mean, Are we still talking about menu, Nando's? Yeah. If it doesn't say on the Wait, menu... Wait, hold on, hold on. They didn't, the didn't have the thing where you... They didn't have the thing where you just scan the table and order from your table? Nope. What is this sorcery? I don't They don't want me to actually talk to people. I had um, the best oh, part yeah, about the pandemic, yeah, not having to talk to people. I say, don't move, don't move up Derbyshire end because we don't, we don't do that shit. We we make you talk to us. 
Oh, Jesus, country bumpkins. What are you doing? Uh, being cheaper than what? everywhere else. What's up, sir? I don't think I told you this, but I had one alcoholic drink that that, that, that night. And I, I was a bit tipsy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, okay. What do you mean? Pisshead. I just had one. Pisshead. <laughs> it was only a quad vod. Quad vod, yeah. Just don't quad. put words in my mouth. He has a quad screwdriver. What's a screwdriver? Quad could orange. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, babe. You can give a lingo. It's called a fucking screwdriver. What, a drink? You fucking drink him, though. I only know sex on the beach. Yeah, sand everywhere. Fucking irritating. <laughs> so I haven't made it to the topics yet. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, Give it time, we haven't even fucking started yet. We haven't even got into any of the topics. <laughs> it's a short Sex. podcast this time. Yeah, there's not much here, is there? Sex on the yeah. beach. Is... Uh, <sighs> I can't... No. No? Not your thing? Also, I hate sand. Yep, it gets everywhere. All right, annoying. Anakin, fucking hell. No, sit, nah, sand is not okay. You don't have sex right. in the shower or a bath either, because that's... Either not as slippery as you think. I'm not. Or... Even, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about sand in general, the substance of sand. But is it a uh, relatable sand? Is it relatable? If you sand? get anywhere within three miles of sand, <laughs> you will find it everywhere for the rest of your life. It's like glitter, but worse. At yeah, least I'm, glitter I'm, is I'm... sparkly. So. How? I'm not going to deny that because when we when started a number of years ago, we went to uh, Trigantle down in Cornwall. I was swear to God, I was still finding sand from Trigantle Beach like six months later in my fucking shoes. <laughs> so you know what would be worse than sand? Glitter sand. What sandy glitter? Sandy glitter. Yeah. Sandy glitter can go die in hell. <laughs> oh God, yes, yes. Glitter is an abomination. It should not exist. It's like pet hair. Pet hair doesn't exist. But at least you have a pet. What? What is the yeah, purpose of sand? To get in cracks. Cement is the purpose of sand. And glass. Yeah. Both of which I believe we can make without sand. Yeah. You know technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> So, um, are we are we getting into it then? Yeah, let's, let's, let's get cut right to it, shall we? I cannot oh. promise that I won't randomly rant about sand in the no, middle of this. Fine, fine. You got that's me on fine. it now. I so still, this still can't find relatable sand. By the way, I've kept looking for it. You, you're getting the top of that for Christmas <laughs> or your birthday. If you can find it. it, I can find it. That was so funny. Just your, your reaction to it was the fucking best. Fucking paint. <laughs> paint names. That was a podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> going back a bit, though. Oh, you know what? In the 200th episode with our surprise, yeah. we should include all of our best snippets. <laughs> you realise that means me having to do work, right? I'm sure we could 
share it oh, I can, and just I can tell help you, you where it is. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. say hey. I'm, I'm the one. only one who can play it as well. So it's like you've got to send it all to me to me to go, okay, this one. Or we tell you the episode where it is and you can just hunter it. Yeah, so like I said, work. So, look, you're saying this like you don't got time. I know, but I just don't want to do it. <laughs> but it would be fun. I know it would be fun, but I just, you know, it's just a level of effort that I'm not prepared to do. Spartan, the Spartan's best bits. Yeah. Honestly, so definitely good. Fucking, definitely fucking ball semen. Oh, ball semen's got to go in there. Me uh, versus Tinder, the, probably. Yeah, the uh, the paint. Paint, yeah. Well, but the yeah. paint one's half an hour long. That's like half Mate. our fucking podcast best bits. Honestly, we're so good. Literally, those are the shorts that I put on YouTube, so I could probably just slap them together into one cohesive long fucking thing if I needed to. So good. Oh, God. So, uh, go on then. First topic. Yeah, so Chef Nice. Um, this was actually today, actually. Uh, a guy came down from uh, this uh, this company. I'm not going to mention them. Uh, basically, he had been to our bar before a number of years ago with one of our old chefs. So he said, oh, he's, he said he came down a number of years ago. He stole some knives to one of the chefs. He described as, oh, yeah, I was, um, this guy. He's like, yeah. And he said at the time that this was the manager. So he said he's got some uh, some very uh, decent uh, chef knives. <laughs> so he brought, he brought them in. A little, so it's, it's, it's a little case, a little, um, little, little fastener on the front of it. I had a look at them, and I was like, yeah, they, I said, oh, those, those are Damascus steel knives. He's like. He just looked at me like, how do you know that? I says, I said, I recognise the massacre still when I see it. It's very, very distinct. So he said, so I said do you know how domestic steel was made? I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know how it's made, because I used to wash forged in, forged in fire on the History Channel years ago. Basically, domestic steel is layers of steel of different um, compounds layered upon each other, heated up to about 2,000 odd degrees in a furnace and then it's stretched and pummeled down and then it's re um laid on top of each other and repeated. Gives you a very, very uh Thick. distinct uh pattern, shall we say. Yeah. So So we, we he said, oh, he took one of them out of the um pack and he said, Oh give it a little good little go. So he said, Well I know how sharp this is gonna be. I just got a lemon just literally just slice right through. I said, Yeah. That's a very sharp knife. Mm. So the manager, you also want to see the manager about it as well. He wanted want to do, sell these knives off, and he was asking for 100 quid. I was like, mm, you've got five knives there. It worked about £20 a knife. But, you know, like we said, unfortunately, we can't really issue these to the chef because we have to use the company's uh, own Supply. suppliers for our culinary equipment, as it were. I, I just feel as well, like, um, when the way you described them coming into the shop, I just feel like Resident Evil 4 is like, oh, welcome! Stranger, <laughs> I've got a selection of good things on sale. And open up his, open up his trench coat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I thought I recognised him because he did. Um, so I've been at my place. What pushing nearly uh, twenty years now. But yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, seemed enough, a friendly enough chap. But you know, unfortunately, we wasn't. Um, yeah, I wasn't uh, gonna buy the knives because we weren't allowed to. Yeah, he's probably gonna go like next door to the next shop and be like. Oh, even said, even if it's just for your own personal use, I said, "Well, I don't actually have a hundred um, sods on me right now, and I don't really need a sharp sharp knife because I've got a nice sharp knife at home. I pay up my juice for everything." Mm. So, you know, cutting meats, cutting chicken. You know, I've got my own little fromage knife for the cheese. 
And I've got a, a little, uh, I've got a little flap. I don't know, right? I even have a blue-handled flat-bladed fish knife. No, but you just call it from Wow. Mars, no. yeah. Wow. Exactly. And the funny thing is, I don't see... Wow. All right, Harrods. All right, Harrods. Jesus. <laughs> The funny thing is, mate, get yourself back in Mayfair. What is this? <laughs> and the, the, the funny thing is, the, the knife we use for the fish is only for like you get those you fish you actually um fill it yourself. I don't even fucking fill it my own fish. I just get fucking so, I don't know. But why do you have this knife? <laughs> yeah, Stan, why do we have this knife? I don't know what knife. The fish knife, since it actually is yours. It was here when I moved in. Whoa! It's all oh, coming man. out today. She goes to Shrewsbury. Oh, <laughs> she owns a fish knife. For <laughs> the fish? The fish, yeah. We don't even buy fucking proper fish. Hold on, what, hold on, what thing are you on about? You're on about the fish slice? The fish knife. <laughs> oh. Not a fish slice, a fish knife. <laughs> Two different this. items, mate. <laughs> yes, a knife can cut fish. Yeah, this is one specifically fish. <laughs> the knife we have is designed for removing the skin from the fish. There you go, Ben. We don't buy fish with which we remove the fucking skin from. We do. Since fucking when? Since always. All right, when was the last time you brought a fucking dead cod into the house? Exactly, oh. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a podcast? I, I'm just... I, oh, oh, you're in the doghouse. That's a sofa. That's, you're that's being a comfy banished. sofa then. It won't be the first time. It won't be the fucking last time, will it? Well, at least you don't have the trash. Banished. Banished. At least I won't have to worry about the... Um... Yeah, I'm sure I won't have the, the, the nasal um... <laughs> undulations. Effect the oof. But the, the fact that you oh, called right. a cheese knife a fromage knife got me. I mean, it, it, it has the words fromage. Well, give a fuck, it's blade. a cheese knife. See, it's got the word from us into the blade. I just need to, I just need, as a historian, I just need to point out that <laughs> quite a lot of our words come from French. So I can't allow you. And, uh, can't, uh, yeah, it. but mostly French. The Normans changed yeah. our entire language. Um, but I, I can't sit here and actually let you have a go at him about a fromage knife. Fucking, no. I mean, the fact that he's got a cheese knife in general. You can have a go at him about, but not the fact he's got a cheese knife because he likes his cheese, but he wouldn't call it a fromage knife. He'd probably, (laughs) he'd be like, "Why the fuck do you call it that? It's a cheese knife." I'm like, "Oh no." To be fair, right? We are talking to uh, the Harrods household. (laughs) (laughs) That's the podcast title, the Harrods household. (laughs) We. I don't think what we actually have this um, cheese knife. It's in the drawer. Where else would it be? No, I it's just. Because you use it to cut fucking cheese. No, just cheese. No, not cheese. Jeeves not has the, the fromage knife when he needs it to cut the cheese for you. He can actually <laughs> cut cheese like It's not hard to cut fucking cheese, babe. No, but then why do it? Because you're crumbly. Because well, you crumbly cheese. No, this is just standard box standard cheese. What? Normal cheese. What, what are you doing to box standard cheese to make it crumbly? To be to be fair, when we do get the extra mature, it does crumble a bit, but that means you need to be pumped. Box standard. How do you have issues cutting cheese? 
I can't do it. To be honest, I, I have got a wire cutter. Are you using the blade as a saw, or are you just pushing through it? Do you press down like that, or do you do it not like that? No, 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 he's asking you. It's not designed for fucking slicing. It's designed for cutting. You push down. You don't saw like you're cutting fucking meat. That's probably where you're going wrong. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to fuck up cooking cheese. I'm not going to lie. I mean, let's just start. Yeah, but think of a cheese knife as like cheese wire. You just push down. You don't yeah. cut back and forth. That's cheese what rips. Hold on, did you say cheese wire? Yes, I said cheese wire. There's such a thing exists. Did you say I've got a cheese wire. It's it's literally like a a thing. It's like if you had a... Um, it's like a rock a wire, hacks- basically. Yeah, it's like if you had a hacksaw and then a flat little panel and you just push it over and down and it pushes this really yeah. thin... Wire through the cheese or whatever. It's like, it's like a very thin piano wire used to cut, cut cheese. Yeah, but it's like steel, so it's like washable and stuff like that. I got yeah. one of those because I couldn't be asked to figure out how to cut cheese evenly, so I just got that because I'm like, oh, it's got a little measure and I just go. Chuk, chuk, chuk. So I've should I call easier... it? A, should I call it a fromage cutter then? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I've got an easier way of um, avoiding the whole cutting cheese. Well, by grated like, cheese. I swear to God, you say I cut your cheese for you. <laughs> It's swear to God. <laughs> Let's have that great Does none of you have one of those graters with the slice down the side? We do. I don't have a grater. I've got a grater with um what's it? It's the slice on the side for buddy um okay. zesting and big grater, small grater. Right. Let's not pretend that anybody in their life uses the zester side. If you zest stuff, you buy a zester, right? You don't yes. use the zest side of the grater. I'm not going to lie. I thought the, the zest side it's a fucking of the grater bitch was, to clean. was to make finer pieces of cheese. That's what this was the for. No, there's a small, a there's a small side. Right, the way your grater works is you have the big grater side, the small grater side, and then the two ends. One is the zest side and the other is the slicer. Okay. That's how you, your cheese grater works. I'll do you a diagram later, <laughs> right? You do but... tend to use a smaller grater side for, you know, like, um, I'd, I'd like to say for, um, um, what's it fucking called? Uh, blah, 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 blah. It tastes like fucking vomit. It tastes like vomit. Um, Parmesan. Actually, I use it for all kinds of cheese because if I'm using grated cheese, I'm sprinkling it on something. And if you get the smaller one, it goes further. Yep. You get a more even, crispy coating. Distribution. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas the chunky young grater, you tend to get a bit, a bit overpowered flavour, and it's very uneven. Plus, it, plus it destroys your fucking block record as well. The other way to avoid the whole cutting cheese debacle is to buy. Not me personally. Is to buy cheese that's already cut. That's fucking lazy. Also, <laughs> they, they charge you more for that. Did, I know. Did you say shabarkle? Yes. Yeah, shabarkle. Debacle. Debacle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's not debacle because that's the Harold's Harold household. It was debacle is a debacle for the debacle. I only had one glass of drink. She was going to say wine. Shabarkle is debacle in posh. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a fucking Starbucker, wasn't it? Hey. Hey, nice, like that. Uh, yeah, I thought you fucking would. All this out of fucking knives. <laughs> you mean fucking cheese? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so next topic, we said we would look at this after the once more information came to hand, and yeah, yeah. So the 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 uh, bully XL dog uh, basically guide that the government have uh, put out there the rules. Um, so they they've released the government docket stuff with all the shit on it. So, um, if you want to keep the the XL bully dog after the ban, you must apply for a certificate of exemption. Um, it will have to be done by the thirty first of January. Um, the application costs ninety two pound forty, so it's not free. Yeah, but uh, that's to um try and dissuade them mm. from doing it. Uh, your dog has to also be microchipped, kept on a muzzle at all times, uh, and le uh, on a lead when in public, and kept in a secure place it cannot escape. Uh, you also need to neuter the dog, and if the dog is less than a year old, it must be neutered by the thirty first of December twenty twenty four. It's older than a year old. Um, needs to be done by the thirtieth of June twenty twenty four. The owner must also be over the age of sixteen. Take out insurance against uh, dog injuring other people. Uh, this is through drug, uh, Dogs Trust membership. Uh, be able to show a certificate of exemption when asked by a police officer or uh, within five days of being asked. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the long and short of it. And I mean, it's either that or. They uh, are on about paying you to have it euthanized. Yeah, so if you choose not to keep your XL bully dog, you should take it to a registered vet to be euthanized. You can apparently claim up to £200 compensation towards the cost. You and your vet will need to fill in a compensation form to make the claim. DEFRA will provide more information oh, on how to apply for compensation that's soon. That's so bad. So basically, they'll pay you to kill your dog, essentially. But nobody but, should be killing a healthy dog. Well, nobody. Yeah, but 98% of vets would say, no, I'm not putting a healthy dog down. The government, uh, but if the government says so, they have no choice. Mm. It's just... Uh, so apparently, buying, selling and transferring of the dogs uh, are legal from the 31st of December this year. So you won't be able to even give the dog to another person who would be more suitable of looking after it. So let's have a look after it yourself or have it killed. Yeah. I said not all XL bullies are, are bad. It's essentially, or sometimes, I thought I don't know if I've this in the past, but it's essentially how the upbringing is. Exactly. It's always about how the owner looks after that dog. But, uh, it's, yeah. like, it's, like habits, it's like habits with, um, you know, with, well, Oh, that's a very bad comparison. It's like with habits with kids growing up. If you stump out their bad behaviour, they're less inclined to do so. Yep. I just compared a dog to a kid. Wow. You but, can yeah. never predict what any dog is going to do. Oh, no. I get, I, I, I get that 100%. Right. But what they are failing to understand is that it is not the dog it is the owner. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the owner does not bother to train their dog correctly, the dog is more likely to kick off. 
Yeah. That's where you're at. I feel like you should have a license to be able to have a dog. So you've you should have to. Do, I think that you should probably have to do some sort of course yeah, to be a dog you, owner. Like learning to drive, you show that you are capable of looking Even if it a was dog. a shitty online one yeah. and you had to pass the test, like... I mean, saying, saying this now, they start with XL American Bullies. What's next? What wireless? Dobermans? Did you try wireless, though, about 10 years ago? Yeah, but I, I had a rotty growing up. Big as fucking softy. Hmm. I mean, that's, you that's know. the thing. It's, uh... Because we, cause he, used to, he used, to, used to gnaw on things growing up. We got him out of that. So he was just a big fucking softy. He used to chew on um, table legs. Well, it's, got nurture, out it. it's nurture over nature. If you leave it to its own nature, yes, it could be quite a violent dog if it needed to be but you nurture it right it won't do that because it knows better yeah when we um if it was if it was, it was nibbling on the uh chair legs or the, or the table legs we just see it'll tap on the nose and say no we don't do that hmm. and whenever we saw a cat in um you know, on the chair leg, we walked over to him he would instantly stop he's like yeah you know if i carry on i'm gonna get a tap on the nose yeah they, they remember because they're not stupid but, I mean, that's the issue is that a lot of these dogs will be owned by the chavs who are like, look at my big hard dog, look how hard it can growl, look at this, fucking go on, mate, have a go, fucking come on. Kind of fucking idiots, rather than actual responsible owners. I think that's the issue is that there isn't enough checks and balances to make sure that these dogs are with responsible owners. Yep. So it's alright calling them dangerous. It's only dangerous because they're not policed properly when it comes to who has the right to own a dog. So, so yeah. yeah, a bit shit, unfortunately. It is shit. I can't even. Oh, Dolph, I'm pretty sure we can't look at this because of the fucking oh, you need to subscribe bullshit that the. Uh... What's no, this one? Not. Okay, so. Oh, this one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the new episodes of um, Simpsons will not make uh, one of the show's most famous jokes anymore. And this is from the independent.co.uk. So um, after 34 years on air and on 750 episodes, fuck me, the Simpsons uh, could be expected to be stuck in its ways. Yeah, a new addition to the much-loved cartoon has shown its willingness to keep moving with the culture that surrounds it. As patriarch Homer Simpson has revealed, he uh, no longer strangles his son, Bart. So a running joke in the animated series of, of, uh, involved Homer reprimanding the mischievous eldest child by squeezing his neck tightly to the extent that Bart's eyes bulge and his tongue sticks out. Despite... Why you little? Yeah. Despite being one of the most recognised features of Homer and Bart's father-son dynamic, the accident has been frequently, uh, frequently criticised for its brutality. Fucking cartoon. Yep. But the um, third episode of season 35, fucking hell, <laughs> uh, titled McMansion and Wife, Homer declares that he's changed his ways when his wife and Marge pay a visit to their new uh, neighbour, Thayer. Uh, when Homer introduces himself the handshake, the new character remarks on how firm Homer's grip is. See, uh, Marge strangling the boy paid off, Homer remarks. While adding, just kidding, I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. 
So the, the episode first aired on the 22nd of October, but the remark from Homer Generators online conversation when the scene was posted by a viewer on Twitter, we're not doing fucking the X bullshit, on the 2nd of November. Um, so the caption is, took him long enough, uh, from the Twitter user. In response, other fans uh, of the show commended Homer acknowledging his disturbing actions toward Barks. Uh, one comment reads, I knew my man Homer was going to learn. Uh, last time Homer was depicted as strangling Bart was in season 31, 2019 to 2020. However, the topic of parent-child violence has been covered on several occasions before that. In um, episode, in season 22, episode Love is a main, uh, Many Strangled Thing, Homer attends a father enrichment class after encouraging, uh, encouragement from Marge. Marge, even. Words. I'm struggling with words. Uh, during the class, a towering basketball player Played by, uh, fuck my life, this guy's name. Former NBA star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How did I get that right? Teaches Homer what it feels like to be young, small, and terrified by strangling him. And inviting others to do the same. Um, trauma surprised by his experience, Homer finds later that he's enabled to strangle Bart. However, in season 24's Love is a Mini Splintered Thing, Homer resumes his punishment method. And his own choking Bart in front of his friend Millhouse. Who finds the ideal frightening? Although The Simpsons has been praised for acknowledging the end of this running joke, the program has previously come under fire for handling uh, its controversial character, Apu. Shop owner Apu was an Indian character who was voiced by white actor Hank Azira over the years. The program was criticized for casting choice for its stereotypical characterization and uh, most notably in Harry Con. Oh, fuck my life. This guy's name. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'll let you say it because if you fuck it up, that's not my fault. 2017 <laughs> documentary, The Problem with Apu. Um, though my role in Apu and what I created in the Hollywood messaging, uh, which is a big deal for the country and the world around, I helped to create a pretty marginalizing, dehumanizing stereotype, uh, he told filmmaker in 2023. So yeah, Homer doesn't strangle Bart anymore. I mean, yes, it was a long-running joke. Yes, Bart mostly deserved getting throttled by his dad because he was doing dumb shit. But, you know, it, it, you've got to move forward with the times eventually, otherwise it becomes something of a criticism. So, um, yeah, well played. I think it's probably one of the things that they should have done a while ago, but there we go. Plus, you can always punish him in, in, in different ways. You might get angry and start like punching things or uh, like picking up stuff and swatting it about. You could do that instead. <laughs> it's not against him, it's against his stuff. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of like 20th century uh, TV, which is owned by Disney... Yep. So this is from the HollywoodReporter.com. Disney to buy full control of Hulu and deal with Comcast. The Bob, the Bob Iger-led company will have to pay at least $8.61 billion for the 33% stake in the streamer, with a deal expected to be closed in 2024. Unless Sony gets the fucking bullshit involved. Uh, I highly doubt that. Look, we all know 
that the world is eventually going to be owned by Disney, Amazon, and Microsoft. <laughs> oh. I, would said, I would have said Disney, Pepsi, and Comcast, to be fair. Um, and uh, what are they called? Um, Uniserve. Who? Is that what they're called? I don't know. It's, it's the company, it's the umbrella company for every company ever. A bit like Johnson & Johnson. Is it Unilever? Oh, Unilever. They do, like, the, the different soaps and shit. Yeah, fucking yeah. Nestle. Like. Yeah. <laughs> tangenting, tangenting. So, uh, Disney has agreed to take full control of Hulu in a deal with Comcast, which has owned a third of the streamer ever since Disney's acquisition of the 21st Century Fox Entertainment Assets. The acquisition of Comcast's stake in Hulu at fair market value will further Disney's streaming objectives, the Bob Iger-led company said on a statement on Wednesday. The securities filing confirmed that MBEC Universal triggered the purchase early in the day. We look forward to the appraisal process and the determination of Hulu's fair market value, which we expect will reflect the extraordinary value of our business, Comcast said in the statement. Voices back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I noticed. Carry on. What, the, um, the, the Inquisition? The, the That's shitty, scene, shitty scene CEO fucking voice. Mm. <laughs> Wall Street has, over the past year, repeatedly discussed Hulu's future due to its shared ownership and put a put and call up and put and put and call what the fuck ownership and put and call options yeah it doesn't really make sense but anyway starting november comcast had had a put option to require disney to take over its stake while disney has had the right to tell comcast to sell it it's it so sell it its stake proofread fuck's sake as per an agreement between the two companies, Hulu was set to get a fair market value assessment from independent experts, but the guaranteed minimum Hulu valuation of $27.5 billion means Disney knew it had to cough up at least $9 billion. In the filing Wednesday, Disney said that it expects to pay $8.61 billion by December. One, though it will go through the appraisal process to make the final determination of Hulu's value and how much, if any, the company will need to pay beyond the 8.61 billion no, number. That was December 1st. Because there's no two. <laughs> okay, December 1st then. Yeah. Quite like it's kind of like ST at the end. Jesus. Anyway, while the time of the appraisal process is uncertain, we anticipate it should be completed during the 2024 calendar year. Disney CEO Iger has signalled that he wants to refocus the companies on its beloved content brands from Pixar and Marvel to Luke's films, including Family and Kids Fair. Asked CNBC in February 2023 what the mean what this meant for Hulu, he said, everything is on the table right now, so I am not going to speculate whether or we are a buyer or a seller of it. Buyer obviously has suggested that I'm concerned about undifferentiated general entertainment in content, particularly in the competitive landscape that we are operating in. Moffat Nathanson, analyst Craig Moffat and Michael Nathanson tried to read between the lines, writing in their report back then. Disney CEO Bob Iger was notably non-committal about Disney buying, and he was notably evasive about Disney selling. Comcast has been characteristically silent. Let speculation begin, but he and most other analysts have since seen Comcast as a natural seller of its Hulu stake. Mmm, stake. Mmm, <laughs> stake. Robert said at an annual Goldman Sachs event earlier this fall that triggering the option was very likely. In July, Moffett and Nathanson forecast Hulu would 
add roughly 2.0 million subscribers a year to reach 55.2 million subscribers by 2026, including our 49.7 million SVOD users. The rest live TV plus SVOD customers. We expect Hulu to reach 14.1 billion revenues in the fiscal year of 2026. So we might actually get Hulu here in the UK because we can't at the moment because it's exclusively for the US. I mean, uh, from what I hear, Disney uh, Plus uh, subscription has gone up a little bit. But if this goes in, then new price would definitely be um, reasonable considering the new content they'll be adding. But considering that you've never been able to get Disney anywhere else in the UK, Mm -hmm. I'm not actually that upset about it. Yeah, unless you had Sky and Disney Channel. Mm. Uh, I'm going to read the next one because this one's fucking from Bob as well. Oh, this was the... Ah, yeah, this one. From the mirror.co.uk. Woman defends decision to tattoo boyfriend's name on her forehead in huge font. A woman who had her boyfriend's name tattooed right across her forehead in enormous lettering has defended her somewhat unusual decision. (coughs) Excuse me, but not everybody is convinced. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Body art wisdom dictates you should never get your partner's name inked on your skin as, no matter how loved up you might feel at the time, there's always that possibility you'll end up kicking yourself after a painful breakup. Yep. Uh, if you're absolutely set on getting a tattoo to tribute your beloved, then a small, delicate tap might be the way to go. Ideally, in a more subtle place, it can be easily hidden following a split. One woman, however, has thrown all caution to the wind, and then some, by having a boyfriend's name tattooed right across her forehead in absolutely gigantic font. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. It's certainly a bold decision, and one... Uh, at the time of writing, at least, she appears pretty happy about. In the video shared on Instagram, Anna Stanskovsky uh, <laughs> could be seen beaming from ear to ear as the name Kevin was stenciled across her forehead in huge no. lettering, declaring, let's do it, as she sat back in the tattoo artist's chair. Uh, she could then be seen wincing as the needle worked away on her forehead, leaving her with Kevin written in huge black lettering across her forehead. Anna looked positively delighted with the finished look, while many of her followers were left a little taken aback. I mean, there are worse names, but yep. I mean, on the side, right? Let's let's talk about the bright side. She could always get a fringe. Yeah. yeah. Or she could be. Um. She could then. Um. Declare her love for one of the minions, Kevin, from Typical Me. That is true. <laughs> or say she's got a really weird fascination with a. We need to talk about Kevin. It's yep. that, or, uh, you know, she's a fan of Kelvin Klein, but they spelt it wrong. Or yep. Kevin and Perry. Yes. Good girl, good girl. Hey, go large. I like the font. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So one person commented as a tattoo artist, I'd never do this to another human being. Another deadpanned. He'll love it. Your next boyfriend will hate it, though. A third remarked, <laughs> Can anyone tell you that? If you put your lover's name on your body, you will break up. That's a fact. Um, But, like, the biggest thing here for me, the biggest thing... Apart from the letter on my forehead, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if someone did that for me, I'd leave. That's psycho behaviour. Oh, God, yeah, 100%. Uh, 
So another thing about it is, is are they morally allowed to do that to somebody? Because that seems like it shouldn't be allowed. You shouldn't be allowed to have big fucking words tattooed across your head. Well, what I understand with tattoo artists, if you um, if a tattoo artist saying like saying, "Are you really sure you want this?" Mm. And they say they, yes. They have to sign to say they do. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for it to sue. They can't. They can't then say, "Oh, I said yeah, but I'll change my mind." The tattoo artist didn't actually, you know, talk me out of it. Yeah. It's more of a legal litigation base, basically, because right. if you got something like that and they say yes, they sign and they say yeah, you've agreed to it, they can't go like a fucking letter standard. Tattoo artists are very much of the opinion, a lot of them, not my circus. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Good on them. Uh, so a number of people have also expressed doubts that the ink was real, arguing it had been scribbled on her with Biro. However, Anna has since hit back at such accusations. It remains unclear whether the ink is legitimate or not. Uh, she's also addressed those who've wondered about the very specific and unmissable design be a bad idea in the long run. Proudly stating that it is her way of showing her love to Kevin. In a Hello, Predator. <laughs> in a, a follow-up video, Anna insisted, everyone was saying to me, I will regret that. And every time I look in the mirror, I'm just like, I will love. Especially with uh, Nivek. <laughs> you at least would have thought they would have put Kevin fucking backwards so she could read in the mirror. Yeah. I'm in love with the tattoo and I'm in love with my boyfriend and I think if you really love someone you just gotta show it, you know. You just gotta prove it. Yeah, but that's why you, you like get a ring or, you know, a piece of jewellery. Not his fucking they're name not, across your face. They're married. Exactly. Not even married. So I think if your girlfriend doesn't want a tattoo of your name on her face, you just mm. need to find yourself a new girlfriend because I don't think she loves you. This is the way to show your love. Addressing concerns that she might well regret the ink should her and Kevin's love story come to an end. Anna reassures her followers, I'm loving it, I'm loving it. I'm definitely not going to regret that. How can I regret it? It's beautiful. Famous last words. Flee, <coughs> honestly. I mean, neither Stowe or myself have tattoos of each other's names because of obvious reasons. Because, as someone said, one of the people said, get a tattoo of your partner's name on your body anyway is considered um, a bad omen. It's it bad jinx in it. Jinx in it. Yeah. You know, a deceased relative or a child's name like your kids, yeah, that's understandable, but or a pet name, shall we say. But yeah. your lover's name, mm, you're kind of dicing with death there, to be fair. I mean, I love you to bits, but no. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get your name on my body. I wouldn't get yours. I'm glad you can agree on that. Because it looks yeah. like you don't agree on knives, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't <laughs> So sticking with the uh, mirror.co.uk, this is another Bob story. Uh, Somerset uh, words. Somerset gimp victim speaks out and hopes convicted man gets proper therapy. Uh, Alex Warren has shared his frightening encounter with the Somerset gimp. Joshua Hunt. So, I I, I, I realised you said the victim. I was like, how can the gimp speak out when he's got... Hold on, hold not... on, hold on. His name is Joshua Hunt. Yeah. It's better than Mike, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it comes... Yeah. I mean, it is, but also, 
Cockney rhyming slang's a thing. Josh on. Yep. Josh on. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it comes after he was banned <laughs> from confronting strangers and writhing on the ground at night. Like a slug. <laughs> <laughs> a man who was confronted by the Somerset Gimp says he hopes he finds proper therapy to prevent further incidents in the future. Alex Warren, 20, was on his way home from the pub with his friend when they came into contact with Josh Hunt, 32, who was dressed in an all-black gimp suit last October in Cleve, North Somerset. To be fair, he's probably looking for Cleve, though, wasn't he? <laughs> the uh, chef from Yatton initially laughed and offered him a cigarette, but says the creepy encounter still haunts him to this day. He recalled how he tensed up whilst walking to the shop uh, and on another occasion, following the incident, uh, Hunt was found guilty of causing intentional harassment, alarm, or distress last week after frightening female motorists in his costume. The self-employed gardener was fined £100 in order to pay £200 compensation to each of the victims and £620 in prosecution costs. Reports Bristol Live. Self-employed gardener, by the way. He's never going to get a job again. Like, no one is going to hire this guy to tend their garden, uh, well, knowing that he's a, a writhing gimp. You know that the dominatrixes of Somerset are going to be all over him, right? I mean, perhaps, but maybe not even then. Uh, he was charged with uh, outraging public decency after he approached Alex and several other victims. The gardener was also banned from using his costume in public at night and crawling, wriggling, or writhing on the ground for five years. <laughs> I love how specific do, that is. Does that mean they can't do the worm? <laughs> Not in his costume. <laughs> so you can't pretend he's a slug either. Hold on, does that mean he can arrive outside his costume? Uh, the words are, the gardener was also banned from using his costume in public at night and crawling, writhing, wriggling... Or, or right on the, on the ground. Is there a comma years. there? No. Crawling, a... wriggling, or writhing on the ground. Because I feel like they might have meant that he can't do that or well. wear the costume in public. Yeah. The guy was also banned from using his costume in public at night and crawling, wriggling, or writhing on the ground for five years. So, yeah, if I think that's not... inclusive. Yeah, but if there's so... not an Oxford comma. No. Right, so it's the Oxford the comma argument, the end, isn't there it? There is no comma; it just goes into the. Actually, it would be before rotation. the end. Yeah. Uh, okay. Night, comma, so, and so calling, ribbing, wiping. So that means they're two separate things. He can do that without the suit, but he, he can't, can't do it. With no. The suit. No. Or, or he, he can't. He can't wear the suit in public, and he and cannot ride on the ground. In... Does it say in public that he can't arrive on the ground, or is it just in general? Uh, in public. It just, it just seems night. in general because it just says he can't wear his costume for five years, uh, using his costume at night, and then the and crawling. Hold around. on, hold on. So he can go out during the day in his yeah, costume. And, uh, yeah, he's not right. breaking tones, though, is he? Right. So what I'm do, well, I'm, I'm going to just post this in the chat. I'm going to copy it. I'm going to post it in the chat, and then oh, God, you can... yeah, it, it, literally, it literally says the Ghana was also banned from using his costume in public at night and crawling, wriggling, and riding on the ground. So he can do it in the day. You can wear it. You can wear his costume in the day. He just can't do any wriggling, riding or crawling on the ground. Right. That's that's the entire sentence, by the way. We're, I love. I mean, I'll be, be, be more concerned if he went out the day in his gym mask doing fucking jumping jacks. We we completely derailed ourselves over a fucking meaning of the <laughs> sentence. 
<laughs> also, also, the Gimp Gardener. Why can't he just be the Gimp Gardener? He'd make a fucking right. fortune. But can we just <laughs> crawling, wriggling, or writhing on the ground? Now, don't get me wrong. That does sound quite specific. What, but what if what if he has like a like a seizure or something? But no, no, no. Right, crawling, wriggling, turns? or writhing. Now, doing the worm. It's none of those things. Uh, he was neither squirming either. Would that not be considered wriggling? No. Trying to wriggle like nope. a worm. Well, wriggling to me is like sort of like side to side. And the worm is not side to side. It's up and down. Mm. I, I... Honestly, this is not specific enough. Whoever <laughs> made this order did not do their job very well. It's there are so many loopholes. going to be so his suit doing fucking the worm next week. Right, if he's listening to this, if he's listening he's to this, he needs to, to, this. He needs to contact me or someone knows him. <laughs> contact me. We need to work out how many ways he can get around this order just uh, for the lulls. At so SIP you're, you're some code on <laughs> We need what? to know. For science. For science. <laughs> I love a loophole. So I can't even. I love a loophole. Alex has spoken oh. out about the ideal and said laughing is a direct response to fear. That incident <laughs> played back in my mind in the weeks after so many times. Different scenarios like, why don't you just tackle him? Uh, <laughs> I never want to cause bodily harm. But when you've got everyone saying, I would have jumped on him and battered him. Uh, no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. You wouldn't have. <laughs> I think if That's I had a laugh, oh, I'll kick the shit out of it. They might have kept the charge. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd been there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. Uh, he, he added, it definitely impacted me. Anything that happens to anyone impacts them. There are a few incidents afterwards where I could directly link my behaviour to that night. The week after I was walking back from Cleve's shop, uh, I was already a bit on edge, but played it off. As I walked around the corner, I could see a pretty big guy walking towards me, shrouded in darkness. I tensed up, <laughs> and I had a can of monster in my hand, ready to batter him, because all I could think of was that was that after the incident. All the things you don't think of in the moment because you are paralyzed trying to process it. Because it's so absurd. Nothing in life can prepare you for this. Um, he also believes that without therapy, Hunt could terrorize more victims. If he reoffends, I think... Uh, depends on how well he is rehabilitated, he said. Oh, I would not be surprised if he reoffended, but if he gets therapy, then I would be surprised. Yes, fucking idiot. <laughs> he needs proper rehab with specialist experts to try and help him. He needs therapy. I don't want to undermine the feelings uh, of the women or get the girls who are alone. That's the end of the story. This, this motherfucker. Also, the picture okay. of him, he looks like a fucking stoner. This Alex guy. He's got big, blonde, wavy hair, a wine shirt, and one of those scruffy, long beards going on. And he's got the like round a, glasses. Like a goatee, isn't it? Yeah, and he, he doesn't like his focus at all on the camera he's taking a photo of himself with. But yeah, if you see a man all in black... Doing the worm in your area, let police know he's probably going to get in trouble. Uh, but the gimp gardener, the gimp gardener, coming to your fucking lawn soon. 
your neighborhood soon. <laughs> Honestly, we should do his adverts. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that shit for free. <laughs> I mean, is that is that with or without the um MS um tune in the background? Oh This with... is not any gardener. This is the gimp gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh fucking you can leave your hat on in the background. You can leave your mask on. <laughs> I hope other people find us funny, man, because uh, we're hilarious. <laughs> can you imagine, though, instead of getting paid in money, gets paid in beatings? <laughs> uh, oh, God. God's sake, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. That's, that's going to be the podcast title now. We've killed you. Uh, this is interesting, Kim. This is an M and S Kim. Oh fuck! Okay, let's uh, move on to uh, something semi-serious. Videogamechronicle dot com. So, before I go on the article, who's heard of um, the Escapist? Yep. Zero yep. punctuation. Yeah. Uh, no, the the website that has zero punctuation, yeah. the guy who berates Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So video series Zero Punctuation is seemingly ending following the Escapist staff Exodus. So there has been an update since the article has been posted. Uh, the creator Ben Yahtzee Croshaw has announced a new venture. So the long running video series Zero Punctuation is seemingly ending following mass exodus of staff from the publication of The Escapist. On Monday, Zero Punctuation creator Ben Yahtzee resigned from the Escapist along with the rest of the outlet's video team. The reason for the resignation seems to stem from the Escapist owner's gamers group decision to fire long-standing editor-in-chief Nick Calandra. So, from what I understand, the uh, the team with uh, Ben Yahtzee Korshaw has, quite ironically, shall we say, um, set up a new publication called Second Wind. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, Calandra wrote on Twitter, I was let go for not achieving goals that were never properly set for us and lack of understanding of our audience and the team that built that audience. Calandra later wrote this on the Discord server, tomorrow you will know more about what our plans for the future are, along with our live stream on Wednesday at 11 o'clock Central Time. Our plans to go independent, but we'll still share more plans on that later this week. Croshaw took to Twitter to, to write, Today, I formally designed the escapists and gamers. I do not have the right to zero punctuation, but whatever happens, you'll be hearing my voice again in a new place. Escapist staff members Darren Mooney, Sebastian Ruiz, Jesse Galena, Mark Lachlan, and Will Cruz, and Amy Campbell also confirmed they have resigned from the escapists and the Wilder Games group. Zero Punctuation began in 2007, and since then, Croshaw has released over 800 episodes of the weekly review series, known for his rapid speech pattern and often harsh reviews. He developed a law of following in the years that followed. Croshaw's videos, which were posted first to the Escapers and a week later on the Escapers YouTube channel, consistently reviewed, sorry, consistently received hundreds of thousands of views, with his most popular reviews often passing the million view mark. The Escapers began in 2005, and in 2018 the outlet was purchased by Enthusiast Gaming before later being sold to Gamers Group in 2022. 
This was one of several acquisitions by the firm in 2022, including Prima Games, Twinfinite, Destructoid, and Siliconera. So, essentially, the I'd like I don't want to um, over exacerbate the um, skill behind the zero point generation, Yasi Croatia, but I honestly think he was the backbone of um, oh, Escapist because he's got the fucking fusion. Yeah, he, yeah. he also had so many different shows he was part of as well. It wasn't just the Escapist. Yeah, the, the um, I can I can remember the very first movie. Escapist video I found. From uh, Yahtzee Croatia, yeah. and it was a uh, it was a Demon Souls review. <laughs> I think I've watched all of them, so they are yeah, I've, I've, I've watched, I watched pretty much all of them. And the Demon Souls was the very first one I saw, and it goes on to the end saying, you know, bashing your head against a brick wall isn't a sign of confidence; it's a sign of getting fucking sectioned. <laughs> he also uh, it's publicly stated he likes like three games: uh, Silent Hill Two, I think Saints Row Two. And there's another game that he absolutely adores. And when he reviewed them, he didn't actually shit on them. He was like, I've got to be fair about this because, you know, I'm meant to be shitting on them. But I can't find anything wrong with these games. I love them. And I'll fight you to the death if you think I'm wrong. And he... <laughs> to be fair, they are good games. Yeah. <clears throat> um, can't argue with about that. No. But I mean, he's gone like and shit on quite a few pop, uh, popular games. Yeah. But, um, and he, he seems to find the bits. He's like, yeah, you know, I do agree with that. Like Halo Three, uh, fucking good game. The Cortana flashes fuck me off. Other than that, perfect game from start to finish. Um, and like he'd pick up on that sort of thing and be like, and run with that, like the joke that you you you've been running along, and then all of a sudden, oh no, sorry, I'm gonna run at a snail's pace for the next thirty seconds while this uh, bluebird gives you an epileptic fit or something like that. And um, you know. He had a way with words. He's also released two or three uh, novels at this point. Excuse uh, me. Like we'll save the galaxy for food. We'll save the galaxy again for more food. And there's like another one about vampires, I think, as well. I was going to say, it's the third one where I said the galaxy for more food. Yeah, but uh, the call, though, um, I've got the sec we'll save galaxy for food, although I struggled because it's... I don't know why. Whenever somebody writes a book in the first-person narrative, I struggle to read it. Uh, it's like the the Halo uh, Forerunner trilogy that was written in first person. I fucking hated it because it took me forever to get through them. And I didn't even finish the third one. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a shame, but uh, I imagine there will be a zero punctuation style show come up soon. Because while they have the rights to the name zero punctuation, they probably don't have the right to the format. And because it's a uh, fair use, uh, well, I don't think they have the rights to the zero punctuation name, so they'll probably call it something else, like um, I don't know, something like um, non-stop vocabulary or something. Yeah, probably. Or without grammar. Yeah. Like how uh, or zero grammar. Yeah, I was like how like uh, when the Top Gear boys moved to Amazon Prime, they called it GT, which is Gear backwards, and called it Grand Tour. Mm. But the show is exactly the same as it was on Top Gear on the BBC, so I I don't think he'll get in too much trouble for doing what he's doing again, but just with a different name. 
you'd probably have to change the art style as well. Uh, so it probably won't be on a yellow background anymore. It'd be a different color background, probably. Uh, Just do a, um, a different change of piece orange, of character. Orange background. And that's the thing, though, it's got to be distinguishable enough not to pull away from the original idea and the IP, because they could just say, well, it's copycat to get views. Um, which it would be. But um, since his voice is so iconic for it, it would make sense for him to be more... Uh, thinking of a job. My brain's not more cautious with it because it's like he can make that his own thing he's just got to uh change up the the graphic style of how he does it a bit which is a shame really zero punctuation was fucking fun to watch on wednesday so i don't know hopefully whatever they work on next will be just equally as funny and equally as scathing yep uh oh oh by the way uh there was a rumor and then it was confirmed I just need to find the fucking tweet. Doop -a doop doo. So, Rockstar Games. Uh, when did I post this? Because that was on the day of. On the 8th of November. Yeah. I said next month marks the 25th anniversary of Rockstar Games. Thanks to the incredible support of our players worldwide, we have the. Uh, we've had the opportunity to create games that are truly. where we are truly passionate about, and without you, none of this would truly be possible. So we are grateful to all of you to share uh, for sharing this journey with us. In 1998, when I was 13, Rockstar Games was founded on the idea that uh, video games could come out be as central to culture as any form of entertainment. Any other form of entertainment. And we hope that we have created games uh, you love in our efforts to be part of that evolution. Uh, we are very Excited to let you know that in early December we will release the first trailer for the next GTA. We look forward uh, to the many years of sharing these experiences with you all. Thank you, Sam Howard, one of the uh, writers of the GTA series. Now, apparently, and I'm not sure if it was 100%, um, it might not be early December anymore. It might be later in December. Okay. They might have pushed it back, but I, I don't actually have that all um full information on it there was like lots of rumors going around that it's not going to be early december but um it's good it, it, the idea is they've already speculated because there's another dlc to come out for gta online which is the michael dlc that they'll release the trailer and information for that and then like a week later they'll do the gta 6 reveal um but as a person who does GTA 5 RP, this is interesting because we already know that Rockstar have acquired the people who make 5M uh, and the, the mods for GTA uh, 5. So uh, going forward, it'd be interesting to see if they uh, make paid private servers and stuff for you to RP on. Um, if there's public RP servers, which will be a shit show. Um, how they're going to monetize them, if they choose to monetize them. Will shark cards be a thing in RP servers? Uh, will you be able to make your own private servers that are not actually linked into the official servers? Um, there's like a lot of questions to be asked, but I think some of the RPs have said maybe for the first like 
couple of months where you won't be able to make RP servers and you just have to do online. And then they'll slowly like roll out the RP stuff. That's a speculation. Um, I just hope they don't fucking make it a monetization fest to be in an RP server. Better not. I, I'd rather be in an RP server where I choose to uh, like help pay for that server's maintenance. Yeah. Rather than uh, have to buy things through Rockstar. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure if you make a private RP server, if it's anything like any private server you make that's uh, part of the official network, you pay for it. So I, I can imagine there'll be like a, a cost per month for uh, a so many person RP server. Yeah. Um, but then it also means that it's up to Rockstar then to make sure that they're maintaining the RP side of it as well. Yeah, and like policing it and whatnot because yeah. RP spaces are complicated, I mean, to say the least. They've already said that they are removing servers that have like hate speech and uh, basically harassment or things that are very much against any code of conduct in their own games um they also are clamping down on copyrighted material in games uh in in the servers so lots of servers are now clamoring to remove branded uh items from there because like cars for instance you can't have uh, a mercedes flying around because mercedes can go that's in your game we don't like that. Get rid, or we're suing you. And now that they own Five M, it kind of will go to Rockstar to get fucked if they um do it. Whereas before, it was on the individual server. But it also means Rockstar can shut that server down without question now. So it's gonna be interesting to see if there's brand deals and stuff going forward for RP servers to make them more realistic, or if they're gonna um have more stricter rules considering how you can mod and make on uh, RP servers because I think given time the RP servers will be modded into the game anyway but <laughs> give them like a month or two they'll work out a way to do it and it wouldn't be beyond doubt that the team at 5M would release a version of it for modders to work on yeah even if they are part of the Rockstar Network now, unless there's some legal action that they would take against them if they tried to do it. <coughs> yeah, there might be a, a clause in a contract somewhere. Yeah, I just I just feel like it would be very bad of Rockstar to not embrace the RP community. Yeah, but Rockstar can be a, a real dick, so... Hmm. But there are, like, literally thousands. I mean, if I load up uh, 5M right now, I can tell you how many... GTA 5 servers there are for roleplay. That's just GTA 5 ones, by the way. <coughs> or uh, modded, at least. Uh, do, 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 do. Still calculating. Still calculating. 25,534 servers currently running. On the 5M network. Which are... Um, things such as... Maybe, like... Um, more modded online or RP servers like the one that I play. Um, but there's also, that's not accounting for the 
Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, ones as well, because there is Red Dead Redemption 2 RP servers as well. Uh, so it's interesting to see how they're going to handle this, because if they fuck it up, oh boy, there's the shit will hit the fan. Because um, the RP servers are fun to play on. They're, they're janky at times, because it's often down to the people who decide to make that server to uh, code and maintain it um but like the camaraderie and the fact you can play a completely different character to yourself is cool mm. so um yeah hopefully this isn't going to be a fuck up from rockstar yeah. and they're going to embrace it and make it right because oh boy they will lose out on so many sales and uh shit if they decide to make rp like heavily paywalled because people will just play five uh gta 5 still yep and then they'll be like oh why is gta online 2 not doing very well and it's like looking at gta 5 it's like holy shit everything's running on there because i even came around with a way of resetting a character on gta online from gta online 2 which is you start in uh los santos you get run out the city with like one vehicle and you get on a plane and fly away with this vehicle and everything else your assets and that get fucking burnt to the ground and you start with that one vehicle you chose to run and grab at the time um and then if it's like a flying vehicle the, the, the flight mode gets disabled or something or if it's an impressive mark 2 it can't fly high it can only hover um and you you, you earn back the stuff that you lost because i'd love to see that that they have the new island and they have Los Santos as well. But yeah. I don't know. It's like Pokemon. Pokemon just needs to release every fucking island and every fucking Pokemon in one game and stop fucking around. But no, they have to fuck around and they've found found out with uh, the last game that it doesn't go well. Uh speaking of not going well. Dolph. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Let me find the link, where am I? Was it a link or was it a... Um, it was so, a so there's been a lot of controversy with uh, Bungie right now with the layoffs. And they've actually have delayed their um, next expansion until mid-next year. Yeah. So they have formally uh, come forward with a, a message. I think it on my phone because I can't fucking read it. Uh, so they've... As you said, our path forward. This has been one of the most difficult weeks in our studio's history, as we have parted ways with people we respect and admire. We spent this week supporting one another, including those who are at the studio, as well as friends and colleagues who are no longer are. We want to acknowledge the feedback and concerns you have about Lifeful and recent seasons, as well as your responses to the reveal of the final shape. That's the uh, upcoming um, season. We know we have lost a lot of your trust. Destiny needs to surprise and delight. We haven't done this enough, and that's going to change. To us, the path forward is clear. We need to make the final shape an unforgettable Destiny experience. Oh, it's always going to be unforgettable. We want to build something that... Hmm. The final shape was an experience. We want to build something that will be regarded alongside the best games we have ever made. A fitting culmination that honours the journey we've been going through together for the past ten years. Forsaken, The Witch Queen, and The Taken King. These are the standard bearers we aim to live up to. 
We are intensely focused on exceeding our expectations for the final shape. Destiny 2 has more than 650 dedicated teammates pouring all their energy and expertise into delivering this epic moment and its subsequent episodes. In the weeks ahead, you'll be hearing more from us about what's next on the short-term horizon, beginning with our next season in late November. Afterwards, we'll be able to unpack our team's bigger, bolder and brighter visions for the final shape, as well as the bridge we plan to build to take us out of the darkness and into the light. Do you, Starside, the Destiny 2 dev team? <clears throat> yeah, no one cares, mate. Like... Honestly, fuck off. Mm. <sighs> Companies are only out for themselves. That's indeed true. And they mm. can say sorry all they like, but... Basically, that message there just came off as, uh, you know, just PR. Yeah, it's always just PR. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're, we're sorry that we offended you with the thing we are doing. <laughs> Lol, but we we hope you will buy our shit going forward. Yeah. We, did we say we're sorry hard enough? Do you want to say sorry again? We'll say sorry again. And a bullshit. And it is. It's just, it is just fluff bullshit. Speaking it's... of fluff bullshit, the last thing we're going to talk about tonight. Honestly, so much fluff bullshit from these companies. Mm-hmm. Also. Just while I remember, do you think we need to have an intervention for Bob and all this time that she's spending reading the mirror online? No, I think so. I'm I'm not sure that's okay, guys. Although it does make for some funny stories. Yep, definitely. We'll watch the situation. Anyway, carry on. Fluff bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So apparently the QTEs in the game aren't actually needed. The game will progress whether you press them or not. So that's kind of um, a pretty bottomless for QTE. So you can fail them and still carry on regardless. Yeah, it's not like uh, how there was in Shenmue if you failed a QTE <laughs> you're doing it until you actually progress. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's how it should be. It's like if you put a quick time yeah. in, it's for you to either beat it successfully or fail and have to do it again. Yep. Resident Evil 4 was one of the first people or first games to put that in where it was like, hey, if you don't hammer the fuck out of this button and roll out of the way, you're going to lose uh, the progress and have to start back from the checkpoint. Uh-huh. So, it's uh, yeah, interesting that like the, this game which is held as such a fucking good game, which I no doubt Imagine it is a good game. Also, Lala, it's got fast travel in the Spider-Man game. Oh, didn't we have this conversation? Why do I feel like we had this conversation? I had this conversation with someone. The whole fucking point of Spider-Man... The fucking swing. It's a, it's a swing. It was with you. It must have been. We did Wayne World, Wayne's World. Swing. Swing, yeah. Swing, swing yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was last podcast I was on. I'm sure of it. But no. No. Apparently it was in the first game as well, but... If any fucker is using fast travel in a Spider-Man game, right, someone needs to personally go and stab them. <laughs> With a fromage knife. 
Or one of those flat fish knives. <laughs> Whilst wearing a gimp mask, arriving and wriggling on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget at night. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, definitely. It has to be at night. You have to scare a kid so badly that he thinks that using a monster energy drink as a weapon is a good idea. We need a disclaimer. <laughs> oh, there's a disclaimer for you. Here at the Spartan we... Pajamas podcast, we would like to uh, categorically say don't stab people, don't judge them to death with monster cans, don't hurt people. We are just satiring and satirizing. Satire, satire, fucking. And we cannot be held responsible for any actions you may take yeah. from here in this podcast. So if you do it off your own back, that's on you. There you go. I've just covered us legally. We're fine. I can't help but think this disclaimer should have been spoken really fast. Like there's other disclaimers with the small hand print at the bottom. Oh my god, we need to. We actually need to record one May and speed it up. <laughs> Can we do that? Catch five. <laughs> Can we please do that? Yeah. Or even better, we'll type one out, and then we'll get like um, one of those voices. You know, those uh, like Siri or whatever. Right, we'll get one of them to read it, and then speed it up. Yeah. Because that'd be even better. I have all the best ideas. Do you know that? Yep. You really do know that. <laughs> just play it before we start the podcast. It's just like the following uh, things are blah, 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 blah. The following podcast is mostly satire and we cannot be held responsible for anything Lalit says. Listen to discussion if advised. Any ideas that Lalit comes up with. I can't help it. I'm full of shenanigans and distractions and that's just me. Love yep. life. I wish I could monetize that. <laughs> Honestly, I need a way to make money from this absolute chaos. We do. I mean, we've just got to set it up. I, like I said, I said, I trust you to set it up and then divide it. Oh, I was doing that, weren't I? Yeah. yeah. I will do that. It'll have to go through your account. Yeah, that's fine. And then we'll sort out a way of paying people. Um. Yeah, no, we'll work it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. But let me put it on my to-do list because you... I keep forgetting things, right? So, so do you know what makes me laugh about the to-do list? Is when the, the, the two and do are so close together, they become a todo list. Mm -hmm. I'm now making it a todo list just for you. Yes! I've got a todo list. Nice. Honestly, it just keeps getting bigger and I'm crossing nothing off. That's what she said. <laughs> hey! Hey! Oh. oh my god, can I please tell you this? We're in the middle of Rome in a bookshop. Right. And it's like they have all those, you know, like in London where they have all the streets really close together and you get all the weird like indie shops and stuff. Yeah. But it's interdispersed with like restaurants and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So we're in this bookshop at the till paying, right? And the till is quite close to the front of the store. And someone drops a glass. In comes, in comes my daughter, right, who was standing next to me at the till while I was paying. And you know exactly what she did, Dolph? Yep. <laughs> and the woman at the till <laughs> stared at her in such horror. <laughs> <laughs> And literally, me and my mum and her friend just went, oh, my God, did she just do that? 
<laughs> and even she was like, oh, my God, did I just do that? <laughs> the thing is, it's like built into you from like a young age. A glass smashes in any kind of pub bar or any kind of setting that's uh, in what you call it. Um, fuck words in public. There's a service area. You cheer. For someone done fucked up. Honestly, yeah. it's so good. You can't even make it up. Nope. But uh, you can take the Brits out of Britain. <laughs> but you can't make us fucking behave. <laughs> we can for about five minutes and we just revert back to Britishness. Yep. I was, um, Netflix have put a load of different, like the British Netflix have put a load of different, um, comedian things, old ones on, and, uh, Mickey Flanagan's on there. Oh, yeah. And honestly, he makes me absolutely die. And he was saying stuff like that. Like, we go to other countries and we conquer with our Britishness. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, in America, we can't, um, like they don't banter like we do. <laughs> I know they don't. They don't understand it. So one of the RP things at the moment is like, oh yeah, I'll jump in the the boot. And like the what? The, boot. the trunk, dear. The and, trunk. Yeah, and it's like, oh, and they're like, why do you call it that? That's weird. I'm like, well, wait until you hear what we call the fucking hood. <laughs> yeah, the bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what? You fucking weird. I'm like, hey, we we came first. We, we, we were here first. We were oh, when, they, when they try to make out like we don't speak English, mm. the like they they invented the language that's named after one of our countries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, hun. All right. Thanks. Good on you. This is right, disclaimer, that's not all Americans. A lot of them are lovely. No. But Mrs. Fanagan made a joke. Uh, I think this was in the 2011 or 2013 one. He made this joke that they are relentlessly positive and we just can't deal with it. Because <laughs> as a nation, we are cynics. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what else? We drive down the right side of the road. <laughs> I actually talked to one of my American friends and they agree that they really should be driving on the left. That they can't understand why the fuck they're on the right because when people swerve, they swerve into oncoming traffic. Because you know, let's make it more dangerous. Let's fucking smash in some twat. There's, yeah, there's no. Oh, you do know that we can do that as well, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think it's like a statistic thing. You're more likely in an accident to swerve like yeah. left than you are right. Yeah. So when you're driving on the right, you swerve into oncoming traffic, whereas the left, you'd swerve off the road. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's just like what? He agrees. Like half the shit I was saying, it was like, dude, it's like fucking bullshit. How you do realize that? that we've gone full circle back to our cheeky Nando's. <laughs> hey, don't love cheeky Nando's. And with that bombshell. <laughs> This is this is literally why you keep inviting me on. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, we actually do love having you here. It's one of the reasons. I like being why... here. I told you, you just got to spam me. Yeah, you this spam is really, me. I'm one here of the for reasons it. why you're one of the head spawns still, after all these years. 
and I'm still the main moderator of the thing because yeah. you just set me on people. Also, I don't even know these people. You just set me on them. Like, <laughs> also, uh, Charles, the stimulator, is on about coming back as well. Fuck off. He's, he's going PC now. He wants to play PC games and shit. So I'm like, all right. No, cool. not Charles. Charles is fucking funny, though. Um, it, he was he was the one that used to write cunt to people in Modern Warfare lobbies and watch them explode. He he's hilarious. He's, he's so funny. Great. And we might even be able to get Kev to be around a bit more. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, the ninja video. <laughs> ninja Kev, yeah. Ninja when it, Kev. When it comes, that's got like the earliest like appearance of Prez on there as well. Yep. But uh. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I don't miss PK. No, uh, but that, that's like he's just a different thing that we're we're not gonna talk about on the podcast. But um, yeah, I, I told Charles let him know what was going on, and he's like, "Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm down." So, um, like the only Charles. Like, OG Spartans left though is K Dog. Really. Yep, uh, and myself, of course. We don't really see much of. Um, Fox anymore or Tazzy? No. I'm one of the earlier ones. Yeah, I think if we went through the generations. I think we're like Gen two or three. Uh, I think it was two. Because I was in with Fox and that. Hmm. Oh, but we had Fox for ages though. Fox played Call of Duty with us. He was like a Gen oh. one. Um, Fair. I don't know. Fuck it. It's but, been a while. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. It's been a while. Um. <laughs> We worked out the other day how long I've known Jazzy for and how long they've been around as a like uh, as a Twitch follower, and they've been around for like I think it's like nine years at this point, eight or nine years. It's ridiculous because I've been on Twitch for <clears throat> fuck knows how long now. Uh, I can look it up actually. And I feel like I was with you in early days of Twitch. Yeah. Uh, well, I started my account in 2011 but i didn't stream until 2015 2016 so in almost nine years then yeah in fact i can and yeah you you were very early days well completely early days i remember i remember how uh you came to be part of the spartans it's because i did that uh minecraft challenge where we went into creative mode and built something and i made that giant charmander yep 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 that still comes up on my things sometimes. Uh, but the one that I really love is uh, oh, the swig. Yeah. Yeah. The swig with a uh, Roman's tower mm-hmm. covered in lava <laughs> and on fire. <laughs> yeah. Right, um, I am looking through my oldest videos now to try and The find only mine. thing I can compare that meme to is the one with the little girl looking at the camera with the house on fire behind her. Like, that is me yeah. in that picture. That's exactly it. Okay, nine years ago. So, ten years this year. Jesus, Stephanie Christ. And I've known yeah. Jazzy for at least seven, and I've known you for at least eight, nine years. Yeah, I think it's at least nine. Mm-hmm. In fact, do me a favour, just quickly jump in my Twitch channel and spam something in chat so I can Chats. see it. Because I can click on it and find out exactly when you uh, joined uh, and followed from. TV. La la la. Hello, Twitch. Good to see you. I don't see you very often these days. Um, following. 
Who are all these people I follow? I don't know. We're just typing. No, in. no, no. Either. No, I'm just getting in the chat, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's what you do. Just type me, find the channel, go to the chat. Aha. Okay. So, clicking on button. Uh, you followed me since the twenty fifth of September, twenty fourteen. Fuck off! I have. Yep. 2014. So you created your account Bro. on the 22nd of September 2014, and two, three days later you were following me. Bro. So you're. Oh my god. So you've you've known me for nearly ten years. Oh my god! At ten years, we need to meet up yeah, and definitely. just have a proper celebration. So, do you're one of my oldest friends, you know. Oh, I don't know if that's a good thing people. or a bad thing. I don't talk to people, bro. I don't talk to people. I talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and Dolph. I'm going to say, you better fucking talk to me, bitch, or I'm coming down there and slapping you. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. The thing is, though, you'll enjoy that, so, you know. Help, I'm being a Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the oppression inherent in the system. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monty Python, fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, Lala, hello. Do you ever have those moments where you're just like, "Oh my gosh, did I really just do that?" What did you just do? Every second of the day. Why? <laughs> no, you, you know when I was in Shrewsbury or whatever you call it. Yeah. I was like, right, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have a um. I was like, can I have a not? Can I make most facilities have a shower? That kind of thing. I was trying to get out the shower. I so I shut the bathroom door. Shut the shower door. We're trying to get out of the shower after having a shower. And I was like, help! I can't get out of the shower! <laughs> but I was... The opposite thing that you're meant to do, I was doing the opposite. <laughs> so I was pushing it and sliding the door. Couldn't get out. It was a pool door. Nice. <laughs> Don't get me started on pool doors. <laughs> so, um, this, this is how I know when I'm tired at work. I try and put the card machine in the till rather than the receipt. I love that. Love that. Um, I've got I've got a bit of a, a thing, right? You know the Peter Griffin thing about what grinds my gears? Yeah. Right? Yep. Yes. So. You know what grinds Lars' gears? Pull handles on push doors. That actually has a name. What is it? It's called a Norman door. Norman door? It's, it's, a pull hand, it's a pull handle on a push door, and they have them everywhere in the US. Everywhere. So, do you know what I've seen as a, a meme that I wish I'd saved it to show you? The sliding door sliding. company uh, building has push and pull doors on the front of it. Fuck off. Nope. <laughs> Literally doesn't make its own doors. Exactly. No, that ain't even okay, is it? Nope. You wouldn't buy from them. You'd be like, even they don't have any faith in their doors. <laughs> Not using their own doors. What the hell? I'm looking it up now, by the way. Seriously, though. Pull handles on push doors. Not okay. And the worst part is when they don't have the little sign that tells you to push. Yeah. The, the because then you're is... pulling. The worst one... I found is when uh, 
You... Is it when they have handles on both sides? No, when you go to actually fucking pull the door oh. and it's locked. No. So you're just like That's fucking... That's right, is it? You like bounce off the door and you're like, maybe I've got to push it. No, it's not push either. What the... F- and it's oh. Oh, this fucker's funny. This fucker's funny. They've uh, locked the door. Alright, copy image address. Posting it. I'm just going to post it in podcast topics, so I think that's, that's worth a good laugh. Go on. Make me laugh. When it connects. Story of my life. <laughs> that Fallout guy always makes me laugh. <laughs> Because nobody's that nobody looks like that. Like <laughs> he's just all curves. Like yeah. how high was that guy when he drew that character? Like <laughs> I, I imagine. Awesome. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. It, it feels like you know when they did the whole like nineteen thirties cartoons and stuff, and they were exaggeratedly wavy and stuff. Yes. That's what they're going for with it. Hundred percent. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, we're oh. gonna wrap this up then because we're nearly at two hours. Yeah, we need to. Yep. That yeah, weren't this... even a podcast. Yeah, somehow this... we've got two hours out of it. I'm gonna say this very <laughs> short podcast we were doing tonight. You and I quote Lala. <laughs> That's almost not a podcast, lol. <laughs> <laughs> nearly two hours later. Well, we we <laughs> predict it in the very long opening oh. credits where we said about the tangents that I have a really bad habit of going into. Oh. I do love it though. It is fucking funny. Mm. We do get on a random thing. It's still not um, <clears throat> still not like a fucking three hour one. I mean that's happened though, isn't it? We do that occasionally. Yeah, I think the longest one uh, is about three hours. Three three hours. Three minutes? hours. Three hours thirty was it? Oh, no, no, we did one for a really long time. Oh, I can't check by length. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> we are oh, children. So fucking childish. I think we need to do what all the RP servers do and have an out of context channel and just put random quotes in. Oh my god, I love those. I've got some good ones. Um, oh, oh let me hold find my it. beer. Let me find it. Uh... Give me one moment. Where's the podcast? Add a text channel. Uh, so uh, the last one I out of context is from me was it's like watching a virgin trying to stick it in a hole. There you go. Out of context quotes. What the fuck did I just say? I can't sort by length. Search. For God's sake. (laughs) We are children and that is fine. Uh yeah, I don't even fucking remember when. You'd have thought 2020 would have been where we had the longest ones because of just the we're all fucking bored. 
Yeah, but we weren't doing anything to talk about. True. And nothing was happening to talk oh, about. I found a three hour, one minute, three hour, four. Oh, they were in 2020. So, ah, three hours, 23. The Coronavirus Hide and Seek Championship. Oh, Just for God's sake. <laughs> That's three hours and twenty-three. Uh, I don't think we peaked past that. No, I can't see any more. Oh, you know the best thing now. I've got to click the fucking little button at the bottom, bottom of the fucking page now to get back to the fucking first page where all this stuff is. There you go. Right. Anyway, fuck it. This has been episode one hundred forty-one of the Spotlight Pajamas podcast. Uh, Dolph, would you like to do the outro? Yep, so if you want to send me a message, you can reach me on Twitter at Dolphin Rapture. I shall entertain most questions on the political, religious, or racist. Don't be a dick about it. If you want to send a message to Star, she is also on Twitter at Stardust2118. Same questions apply. Don't be a dick. If you want to send a message to the lovely, lovely Lana, she is also on Twitter at Lala90. Again, she will entertain most questions. But... I entertain all questions. Just don't expect me to be nice. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, straight from the mouth of the lovely line. Cunt will be responded with cunt in kind. Mm. <laughs> cunt in spades. Except I'll do it better and with better grammar. <laughs> if you want to send a message to Loz again oh. on Twitter, uh, you know, Loz G nineteen eighty five again, same kind of questions. Really Don't be a dick about it. Fucking forgot my username. Why would I, why would I forget? <laughs> Say. It's kind of ingrained into my brain. It's like, are you having a fucking stroke if you forgot that? <laughs> no. Oh my god! Probably not. What? You've just reminded me. Oh god. The kid asked for the credit card to buy Taylor Swift tickets. Okay. She bought one Taylor Swift Swift ticket. Swift. Swift. Swift it. One Taylor Swift ticket. And uh, this uh, is why uh, it reminded uh. me because I said when she told me how much she'd actually paid for it, I uh, I'm pretty sure I had a stroke. <laughs> Let me guess, it was about 130 odd quid, <clears throat> and the rest more what? than double. I... Fucking hell! That's why I said and the rest. <laughs> I paid 90 pounds for blinking fucking London, and I thought I got ripped off. It's Wembley, but it's Taylor Swift. Right, they're going on like touting sites for like eight hundred plus pounds. Fucking hell! Yeah, nice, no, mad. But you just you just bomb. reminded me because you said about a stroke. There oh, you go. Oh, the boy, by the way, uh, is getting his first bank account soon. Hey, hey. nice. So, Congrats. Yeah. Money dependence. I'm gonna stick it on his phone so he can do it that way, and then uh, just tell him not to spend two hundred and eighty pounds <laughs> on, on Taylor Swift. I don't on Taylor Swift tickets. I don't think he's on uh, any tickets. What, to be what fair, the fuck, what the fuck do they call the Taylor Swift kind of fans? The Tay Tay Cray Cray or whatever, or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Swifties, isn't it? Swifties, fucking hell. Swifties, yeah. Oh God. All right. Yeah. Mm. So we're done, guys. Thank we are honest. No more tangents from me, or maybe a tangent from Nah. Yeah. Okay. We we we'll catch you all next time. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we fucking do. So. Uh... <laughs> Carlsberg don't make gardeners. <laughs> Love it. But they did put the best gardeners in the world. Yeah. But if they do, well, they begin the the writhing <laughs> across the fucking flower bed. Pretend to be a fucking slug.
Or snail. No, nah, slug works. Slugs are dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Has he got a backpack on? <laughs> back- just, can you imagine though? It comes out and it's like, "Fuck me, that's a big fucking slug yard, isn't it?" So if he's wearing a backpack, he's a sl- snail. If he's not, he's a slug. <laughs> right, I've just got this image of that guy. You know that um, that actor. Is that it actor. Mick Mickelson or whatever his name is? Mads Mickelson. That one, right? Because he's now doing the Carlsberg adverts, isn't he? Uh. Oh, no, 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 no. You need the gross guy. Oh, my it's, God. Isn't that weird? <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the chameleons for Budweiser? Was it chameleons? <laughs> what were they? Frogs. Where it was frogs, Budweiser. But... Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we really got in this podcast before I carry on. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, before we finish, I'll just say Shakira, Shakira, and end it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all, guys. I'll catch you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.